What up, guys? Welcome to Peppermints and Yoga Pants. This is our second episode. We want to thank you for tuning in. This is Sheree, and I'm with my sister, Sarita. And we're going to come to y'all with another edition of Shenanigans. <laughs> so get ready, y'all. Just to kind of give y'all a heads up of what to expect week to week, you know, we have few shenanigans in the beginning you know church isms changing america and just some other randomness and then we you know we jump into our serious topics topic so yeah so you're gonna laugh you know you're gonna cry you're gonna think you're gonna laugh again you know you're gonna do all that we're gonna take you on a whole ride but i don't think we ever explained why we named this podcast um peppermints and yoga pants oh well peppermints first of all are essential for everybody Everybody they keep your breath anybody fresh needs a peppermint. If you don't have any gum in your purse or, or in you your see. back pocket if you're a man and you listen to the podcast, well they probably be crunched up. But nevertheless, <laughs> if you have peppermints, that's you know, look popping in your mouth for a little fresh breath. And it may help your stomach if your stomach hurt. I don't know. Peppermint? I don't like peppermint tea, you know. Maybe oh, okay. kinda you know. Maybe so uh, for medicinal purposes, maybe yeah. crunch you up some peppermint and put it in your green tea and put it in your green tea. Okay. And yoga pants are just comfortable. They just yeah. They just and cute. when you wear them, usually you working out or going to the grocery store or like me washing clothes. So you or know in the bed because they are multifunctional. So peppermints and yoga pants, we keep it fresh and keep it moving. moving. So, so there you go. Everybody out there trying to keep it fresh and keep it moving, you need you some peppermints. And mind you, we don't discriminate. Any variation of mints you want. If you want an Altoid, if that's your thing, <laughs> you know, if you do, uh, what what's some other ones out there? Tic Tacs are still Tic-tacs. rolling. I think Icebreakers got a, some, a mint line. And I happen to love Mentos every now and then. Oh, Mentos. I love somebody. So whatever mint you prefer, just as long as you keeping it fresh and keeping it moving. All right, now we're gonna jump in. So uh, I, let me say this real quick: uh, <laughs> Have you ever been forced into a potluck over the weekend? Forced into a potluck? Yes, over the weekend I had the pleasure of traveling with my mother uh, to one of her cousin's seventieth birthday parties, and I was looking, you know, for catered food because I don't know y'all. And I don't know nothing about how y'all cook down there in the country. So, you know, uh, it was fine. However, I only got one piece of chicken. But then I found out later on that I could have had more than what I had. And I was like, but I don't know y'all like that. So I don't want seconds. So, uh, (laughs) listen, the chicken was not from them. It was from, it may have been like from Walmart or something like that or Abbott's. So it was good. The mashed potatoes were good, and the gravy that was on the baked chicken was delicious. So I, w- I was happy, but I still didn't want seconds. I was like, no, nah, let's go on and hit the road because I want something different. I don't know y'all like that. Oh, well, let me. That's a forced potluck because I was with my mama and her family, and I didn't want to be like, I ain't eating that food. So I had a little plate with a wing. So you had a, ch- a child's plate. I did. <laughs> one child's plate with one scoop of mashed potatoes, a little bit of gravy, and a cornbread and muffin. And you could have had seconds, but you refused. Well, because... I think, you know, so how we do, when I say we, I'm talking about us. We mm-hmm. ration 
So we say, well, if we're going to give everybody one piece of chicken, and once everybody fed, right. then you can come back through. Because right, right. then they made an announcement and said, there's plenty of food. Well, of course it is. Because I only had one wing. But there, I'm not mad about it. I don't really eat chicken no more, no way. Uh, excuse me, no more anyway. Uh, anyway, that's she just my... That, <laughs> no more, no way. No more, no way. <laughs> that's just my little weekend piece. Now I'm going to Love you. Bye. Okay. <laughs> So, um, speaking of potlucks, let's go on and segue into the upcoming uh, Memorial Day uh, holiday. Come on for paid holidays off. Hello. If you got to work, sucks to be you. But for those who are off, let me tell you. I'm I'm off and I'm and I'm uh, blessed and thankful to be off. But for those who gotta work, maybe your job might be doing some potlucking. And of course, you know there are some rules to the company potluck. Shall we review? Oh, we just need to touch on it just real quick. We, we gonna, gonna have to touch, touch. on it because it's yeah. We can go all day on these uh, company potluck rules and and, and even family potluck. There are yeah. that, the rules are universal. Didn't you right. say that before? Yeah. So, here's the thing. Memorial Day is usually a day when you do, like, barbecue or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, your job may cater barbecue meat, and they may say, hey, you guys, bring the sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if it's not fully catered, then, yeah, they might say, y'all bring the sides. But there are some rules that should be respected and um, honored and and followed Mm -hmm. with all these potlucks, whether you at your mama house or whether you doing your holiday church, wherever you find yourself on Memorial day and y'all got some food, we need y'all to follow these rules. First and foremost, if there is an open container of food, let's say chip bag, let's say cheese. If you putting cheese on your hot dog, like shredded cheese, or let's say, you know, maybe even bread, maybe they got some slices of bread up in there. First of all, don't be sticking your unwashing fingers in the bag. Let me tell you something. I vote that there be latex-free gloves at the end of the table. So, because sanitizer don't do it for me. Don't be sanitizing your fingers (laughs) and then touching all the chips. If it's open... You shake, you you pour the the chips. Yes, and you shake it onto your plate or platter or whatever it is you putting your food on. You will not be sticking your fingers because y'all know. Everybody don't wash their hands. Y'all know y'all don't wash y'all hands. And then your grandmother would say, don't retch. Don't retch your hand in there. (laughs) <laughs> and grab them chips, baby. And don't reach in the hot dog bag and in the hamburger bag. Please don't do that. Because yeah. let me tell you what I'm going to do. This is how crazy I am. I'm just going to walk across the room and get an unopened bag right. and use a paper towel right. and get my hot dog bun or my hamburger bun. Or I'm just going to open a whole brand new bag of chips. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not going in after you because I don't know where your hands have been or if you have washed or sanitized them. And I just don't trust you. I mean, furthermore, I just... I don't trust you. So, and and here's another thing. You can't thing. trust nobody who gonna touch more than one piece of bread in the <laughs> bread bag. You can't trust them. I just want to say this. This don't have nothing to do with the potluck. But, if by chance you just came home, just came from outside, you know. Your first... You best go in the bathroom or the kitchen and wash your hands before you come in my kitchen and open my refrigerator. Right. And this is just to children and some adults because some adults do it too. (laughs) Don't come in the kitchen and stick your hands in nothing if you have not washed them. My mama taught, listen, don't come in this house and not wash your hands. You better go wash your hands. Let me tell you what daddy used to 
say to us. He used to pick us up from school. And you know, when you a kid, you do have a tendency to be hungry after school. Right. So you might walk in the house and think you best to go get you a snack. Right. No. No ma'ams and no sirs. You better not. Daddy used to say, you just came from all outside, touching on everything. You mm-hmm. better go wash your hands. That's and that's where I got it from. And that's where I got it from. And today, I have OCD with it, and I am thankful and proud of that. I have to wash my hands every time I walk into any building of any kind. I mean, I walk from the car, I mean, from the parking lot in the building, and I wash I, my yes. hands before I go to my desk. It's just, it's, just it's a habit. Yeah. I can't, you know, I can't. When I'm coming in from driving, like especially if I'm going to work, I go clock in because y'all know I'm on CPT time. Okay, so I got to clock in first. <laughs> but I go clock in. Come and on. then I go wash my hands. All right, so just write it down. If there are potato chips, cheese, um, any op- bread, bread, any, and you're going to a potluck, be it at your mother's house, your grandmother's house, at work, don't stick your hands in that bag. Don't touch. Just don't do and, that. And this is even if you washed your hands. Don't Still touch. don't touch. The, don't the, touch the washing of the hands That's- is preliminary. That's just before you get in there. Get a paper towel and grab your hot dog bun. Right. Or use tongs. But see, don't nobody bring no tongs. Don't nobody, nah, they don't bring no tongs. Well, I'm going to bring some. <laughs> We're just going to so have some. It's going to say peppermints and yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> Tones. Okay, y'all. So, we're going to move on a little bit because we off there right now. Y'all know we can go all night with these potluck rules. Because people just don't do Because right. people ain't got no sense. But how about this? Y'all, okay, so this is for the first the people who first time listening y'all know we church here okay? all day we grew up in church this is our we went to church we oh. went to church grew up in church been in church just got out of church <laughs> like our parents been preaching all our lives this is just what we know and when you grow up in church i mean you see a lot of stuff that you grow up and you learn to appreciate yep. and then you see a lot of stuff that got on your everlasting church nerves and let me tell you something me growing up in church, my mama kept me with a tamarind, and one of my pet peeves comes from people taking my tamarind. Can I get an amen Hello? for somebody for tamarind jacking? Well, they took the tamarind because you was a little. You was I a know, little they kid. They're like, me. that baby playing with that tamarind. <laughs> God give me that, because I'm going to take a child's tamarind if you're playing in the spirit is high. Let me tell you something. And then I have been in churches where there were no tamarinds, and I was frustrated. When it's time to shout, I need a tamarind. Right. Where is the tamarind? Okay, and so my pet peeve was this. If I may, you know, do that. So my pet peeve was this. That person that was playing the tamarind, they really couldn't play. And I knew that I could play the tamarind because I've been playing the tamarind right. from I, birth. Right. And I was just, you know, how you... I wish I wish we were doing it live so y'all could see. But, you know, that person usually was sitting on the other side of the church. And so you had to tap so-and-so you, to get so-and-so attention right and then you had to you know move your hand like let me see your tamarind and you get the tamarind and then my whole point was oh i wasn't giving it back because you was over there playing yeah you was over there playing with the tamarind no this thing has to be beaten i don't know what you're doing um and so yeah and so yeah uh-huh we and and and, and symbols used to fly that that meant it was about time to get a new one because the screws was about to come out now let me tell y'all something 
the worst person that's if somebody gonna borrow your tamarind, the worst person to borrow it is that heavy-handed missionary sister that's sitting in the back that will beat all your symbols off your tamarind and or bust, bust it, the, bust the tamarind. Let me tell you, it was one sweet lady in the church that we used to go to years, years ago. She will remain nameless, but she. <laughs> My sister tried like, to, <laughs> to find out. I ain't gonna say it. Okay. But she beat my tamarind. And y'all, I had the good tamarind. Listen, this was the good tamarind. The good tamarind was like the medium size one. That Black. Means it wasn't the real big one. It was just like the medium size one. It was a perfect size for your hand. It was black around the rim and it had the little white part you beat on. Yeah, and that was lamb skin. Lamb skin. I don't tamarind. know if it was or not, but I just wanted to say that. It might have been lamb skin. I don't think it was. It said lamb on the back. Maybe that was who made it. I don't know. It don't matter. But it was. But if it was black and white, and it had double ring, double symbols. Oh yeah, double symbols. Because the double symbols had that good shouting. Yeah, it was. That was the good kind. So I always had the good kind because you know I come. We come from a line of musicians. So we had good tamarinds. And every time this heavy handed sister, she want to be playing my tamarind. Symbols. I mean, uh, what? You- she busted it. I was so heartbroken. And then when she replaced it, she did buy me a new one. But she bought me the big one. It was the black and white one. But, but it, had but it was too big because she couldn't hold it. And it was heavy. I it remember was it was heavy. heavy. That's because it had the double symbol, the double uh, things on them. Well, it had the single rim of symbols. But it was the big one. Big. And my was hand heavy. was not. I couldn't. And I think I went on and took that tamarind over. You probably, I probably did. did. Yeah, yeah. But you know, don't be giving me no. You know, I didn't like the tamarinds that were uh, brown and and because he was gonna bust them up. The cheap ones. Yeah, like the they the back was like glued sound. on. They didn't have a good sound <laughs> to them either. Nah, yeah. the black and white ones. I don't know. Is it made by Swords? Is that it? Might well not. No, it's the. They sword. may have sold them though. Yeah. But, uh, but if it's black and white, that's the one you want. Or if it was the one that had the picture either of Jesus. Of Jesus. Hello. <laughs> that was going to be forever because, you know, he ain't dead and he done rose. So then, then was so gonna you be, had a glorified tamarind yeah. if Jesus was on it. And uh, for y'all that are churchy did, and, and you played the tamarind, calling all tamarind players. Come on, uh, y'all. Did you ever go to the guest church and notice that the guest church people didn't want to share their tamarinds? <laughs> left mine at my home church but they did not want to share i remember asking a sister and she was like Mm-mm. what <laughs> that is not the spirit of the lord but you're not playing it that good though Mm-mm. and so i'm sitting there because i'm young i'm sitting like mm, that's why you all beat anyway oh lord but anyway we had to talk about three o'clock services at another time at another time yeah but that was my pet peeve getting tamarind jacked i was so heartbroken and you know that's a lost church art it ain't really that many but you know why? Last podcast we'll be talking about it wasn't no choirs. Now ain't no tamarind players. Cause ain't no church mothers. Cause ain't no. Co- We're not gonna talk about it. It's a domino effect. Church mm-hmm. mothers died off, choirs disappeared, and the tamarind players is no longer. They traumatized. Well, the tamarind is attached to a stand on the band, and the band members are playing the tamarind, but they're not playing it with their hand. They're hitting it with a drumstick. <laughs> That's what's going on. That is what you have never seen that before. No, but that is what's going on. At least, a, at least that's what's going on in my mind. Cause they not in the pews. 
you know what? I'm gonna have to buy me a tamarind then. But, but see, we don't we don't tamarind though. But see, that's the problem. I need me a choir to that I can tamarind. Well, too. just start your own church, and we can just have tamarinds in church. I'm, well, you know the press order business. We auditioning a choir. Oh Jesus! I'm, and I need like fifty. And I need a tenor section, a soprano section. I need. And we want men in the tenor section. Yes, we want men. We don't want that ensemble uh, spirit on our choir, where it's just ten good women that can sing. Uh uh. Yeah. No, even if you a strong tenor sister with the deep voice, sister Bertha. (laughs) We want men. No diss, Bertha. If you out there, we ain't diss. Yeah, you can sing tenor, but we just want a couple sprinkles of men in there. That's all. They can sing. We need them. They can. Yeah. Huh. All right, y'all. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna, uh, oh, you know what? I just want to take a moment of silence real quick for the kids, and we kind of switching gears here, but for the kids that were, uh, shot in Santa Fe, Texas, this is oh, yeah. really, really sad. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna, because I got kids, so I'm, we got kids. I'm just gonna take a moment of silence. Yeah, and our prayers go out to anybody that... We were taking a moment of silence. Well, I thought the moment of silence was over. <laughs> is it the time limit? Is it a time limit? Somebody let us know. how. What's, what's the what moment of silence? <laughs> anyway, well, praise God. We're going to pray for those families. And move that was it. That was affected by the shooting. This is not a it's funny not funny. It's not funny, but... My sister, help us. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, my change in America. This is important. And it's important for everybody that's listening that has struggles when you go to the beauty supply. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, if anybody listening to this podcast knows me, knows that I change my hair frequently. And I can actually vouch on that. And I didn't, I, but I didn't ask you to. And <laughs> I can actually vouch on that for those that don't know her. She will change her hair literally uh, every day. Let me tell y'all, I had a situation where I changed my hair like it's seven days in a week. I changed yep. my hair four times, and that was because it just wasn't working. And here's the issue: mm. I don't have a full head of hair. My head is shaved from uh, all ear. the way from ear to ear, all the way around. So my daughter calls it an island that I have on the top of my head, and I and still struggle. Still and that is because I like you know different stuff. Well, you know when I go to the beauty supply. I would appreciate it if, just like Home Depot, when they say, you know, if you need it, we can find it, all that kind of stuff. I would like for there to be uh, customer service people in the aisles at the beauty supply that's helping me. Because guess what? If I've been standing in one place for five minutes, I ain't stealing. I'm confused. I don't know what I want to do because it's so much hair in here. I don't know. And here I am assisting people. So I'm going to go ahead and apply to be to work at the beauty supply because let me tell you what has happened on several occasions people are in there and i go to this one frequently so i'm i don't even know why the people don't know me by name uh and they're like oh i'm looking for this color or i'm looking for this color and so i'm like oh girl come over here it's over here i'm showing people in the back where the hair is the people in the front you asking oh is this good hair oh i, I mean I don't know. Well, what are you working here for? If you don't know anything about whether or not the hair that you're charging me a hundred and some dollars for is good or not. You know what I'm saying? Now, listen, listen, y'all. Sarita, that can't be a change in America. 
They don't qualify. Why? They don't qualify because Sally's Beauty Supply does have customer service reps that will say, hey, how are you doing today? How can I help you? It's them other ones that you talking about. I'm talking about the urban beauty supplies, which are everywhere in urban neighborhoods far and wide across the United States that I have yet to go into. And somebody knows something. Okay, let me take that back. There have been one that I went to and she was like, oh, buy this hair. It's not as expensive, but it's very, very good. And a lot of people like it. Let me let you touch it. Sometimes they don't even want to open the package and let you touch it. Now that's your prerogative. Okay. Another complaint I have is all that inventory. Ain't nobody buying all them perms. Let me say, okay. Y'all got enough inventory for me to start my own beauty supply. Now let, let me just say this. Okay. If your inventory is so overstocked that you have boxes in the aisles in the aisles with extra items. Okay, I'm gonna need you to either store them in the back, or I'm gonna need you to stop ordering. They can't store them in the back because the, the back is full. Well, I'm gonna need you to slow down on your ordering. Your shipment's coming in a little bit too. Well, quick. I just want a partnership because I can take some of that and just overstock. open my own beauty supply. We might need to do overstock beauty products. Com. Yeah. <laughs> I just need you. I just... got overflow and at discounted prices. This this perm was about to expire, so you can get a two dollars. Well, the good. So the thing that a lot of people don't know about perms is that perms have a long shelf life. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can if it's not mixed. Oh, it's gonna last. It's, you can leave it on the shelf for I don't even for years, really. So you might want to check them expiration dates and make sure you ain't buying a ten year old perm. Yeah, I mean, but they I, the shelf life could very well be five years. Mm. I mean, I don't remember exactly for sure. Color has shelf life because it has to be activated. You know what I'm saying? And once it's activated, you got to throw it away. But those perms that are not pre-mixed, oh, they stay up there forever. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, I would put, I would, when I go to Home Depot, me and my husband go to Home Depot, it's people in sections. Plumbing section, yeah. carpet section. So we need somebody in the weave section. I need somebody in the, in the braid hair section. Right. In the nail, well, not so much nail color because you don't never really, you don't really need a whole lot of help with that. But I'm saying with yeah. all, of, we got wall to wall Peruvian, Brazilian, right. Malaysian. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I want. We can need can a I weave, touch a it? Weave expert to be in every store. I just listen. Either that or put me on payroll because I will help you. <laughs> oh, you want to touch it? Sure. You can come over here and touch it. Now, there are some beauty supplies better than others that actually let you like try on wigs and they, you know, they do all that kind of stuff. You got to pay 50 cents for the cap though. And then uh, that's, okay. that's okay. I just wear my own cap. But I'm just saying, I, I would, I, because I spend a lot of money there, I would just appreciate the, if they stepped up the customer service. Now, you know, that's kind of going back to the nail shop thing. Just because you're located in a particular area doesn't mean that you have to quote unquote dumb down the service. Yeah. And that's just my opinion. So if we, if that was a change abroad, you know, you got folks sitting down watching the 30,000 screens you got in there for folks that's been stealing. Yeah. How, if, if you bumped up your customer service, perhaps they wouldn't be stealing because folks would be in the aisles and they wouldn't be able to steal. <laughs> that's just my thought. But anyway, I'm going to move on off of it. Just, that's the change. I, I nominate all beauty supplies to have hand, all hands on deck. Urban. Urban. Urban not with, I can't count Sally's because I ain't never bought no hair from there. I don't even, do they sell hair? Uh, I don't go to they do, but uh, yeah, 
So we're going to call out all urban beauty supply stores. We Step up your customers. Bump up your customer service. Put somebody in the aisles that can help these customers and that actually know what about they're we. about. Right. Because, uh, excuse me, I'm an African-American woman and all the African-American women that I know, uh, we buys a lot of hair. And and a lot of them have moved from getting them from the beauty supply and buying bundles like online, you know what I'm saying? Or getting them from their beautician because a lot of beauticians are like, you know, I'm going to just, you know, I got the hookup. They so, got the plug. Yeah, I'm going to just get my hair from off, you know, offline. So, anyway. So, we're trying to help y'all out. For those of us, because one thing I will not be doing is buying uh, bundles offline. I, I just refused to be. I mean, I bought some hair offline. For, it was like Ebony Online. It was an online beauty supply. Oh. But the reason why I bought it is because somebody had told me previously that it was good. And the hair was really, really good. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I would do it if, you know, I knew somebody that previously had the hair. There was one time I spent a dumb, a dumb, excuse me, a D-U-M-B amount of money on some braid hair. And it was absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. A dumb amount. What do you mean by that? It was over a hundred dollars for braid hair. Uh huh. I could have slapped you. Well, it was human hair, and it was human hair that you could take down and reuse because you pay so much for it, so you get your money for it. And so I was talking to one of my uh, buddies, and I was like, "Isn't this the same hair you had?" And she was like, "Yeah." She said, "But the crazy thing is, you know, you don't know whether or not you get a good or bad box. If I'm paying over a hundred dollars, all box needs to be good. Oh, uh uh-uh. uh. If it's in a box, first of all, and not in the bag, all the hair needs to be good. I'm mad at that. So anyway, that was a life lesson, and I at that point I was like, you know what? Uh, but hair has changed because back in the day I used to buy Milky Way for everything. And if you're out there and you are a stylist at some point, Milky Way, Lord and Cliff, back in the day, you that could, was the hair. Let me say this: back in the day, before people was uh running off on the plug with the uh, Malaysian, you know, they didn't oh, have hookups right. in right. Malaysia and China and all the rest of these places. When we was buying track hair from the beauty supply, that track hair used to get us through. It did. That's what I'm saying. I used to wear Milky Way all the time. Now, I won't come. I won't even look at them. Now, if it say Milky Way, I go another direction. Let me tell you something. I don't know what, what happened. But I, well, I, they, what I think they, they watered it down. I think because of uh, uh, overpriced. It, it's just too many now. If you go in the beauty supply, there are so so many. I don't even go on the mask because I'm. First of all, I'm natural, so it, it ain't no reason for me to get no track hair. Because well, I'm natural, but you know I, you know I can hide well, you're some more things. Versatile than me. Yeah, I can I'm hide straight some Afro. Uh, you could just call me the Afro Puff Girl, like the <laughs> Puff Girl. I'm Afro Puff. Sugar Spice, and what's the other one? Meanie. Girl, I don't know. I'm Afro. I don't need to go on them owls, but when I could go on them owls. I'm just saying, back in the day, you used to be able to buy the little track hair. And it gets you right on through when mm-hmm, tangled. Mm-hmm. You put your little whatever stuff on there, you be right on fine. Not anymore, though. Like mm-hmm. some, like Milky Way has different types of hair. And so you have to be careful because if you're buying Saga, that's by Milky Way. And and some people like it, but to me, Saga is too thin. Like my hair is very thick. So if I'm, I have used Beverly Johnson before, which is a good brand. Um, I've used Lord & Cliff. Um, and there was a different brand. Uh, I can't remember. Premium now. I've used them before, oh, too. Oh, yeah, I've used them. Um, I think but it's you, by O-Tray. Yeah, yeah, but it's just different. It's so watered down now because everybody got a hairline. Everybody, everybody got, got this. Everybody yeah. got that, you know. So it's just it's a toss-up. And for me, you know, I'm normally I'm going to have my hair in some braids. But even at that, 
braid there's so many types of braid hair you have to know which one you want and back in the day it didn't used to be like that everybody bought that plastic hair and it was braiding just fine everybody bought that plastic Look, hair it was only two types of braid hair it was the 99 cent braid hair that's what you got your your dookie braids hair uh-huh. and then the slightly better one had the little curl on the end uh-huh. it was 199 a pack <laughs> now the hair is like four or five oh yeah pack. well the reason why it costs more it's because they saved you time. And I, I appreciate it. But I we wasn't stretching and plucking. See, the Africans, the, I'm sorry, y'all. But we're going to move Okay. Now, what were you saying? <laughs> that was our bleep. I'm sorry. Scratch that from the record, Judge. Um, but well, this- so the hair has changed. And they've, y'all know crochet braids have come back, right? Because I've, I've been wearing them. And I, I used to wear them right back now. in the day. Been out of school for almost 20 years. I used to wear them back in the day. But what I'm saying is the reason why it costs more is because it's convenient. You got to think about it. Just like the grocery stores in our neighborhood, the prices are astronomical because you go five minutes away. Astronomical. Oh, okay. Yay. New word. I mean, it's not a new word. But anyway, but I'm saying so the hair that I buy, I can't even remember the name of it. Uh, but the hair that I use when I braid hair, it's already separated. It's already oh, been yeah. dipped and straight and stretched. Yeah. And all I have to do is braid it and it takes no time. So you're going to pay for convenience. But I'm just saying, back in the day, yeah. we wasn't stretching and all. We wasn't doing it. And my hair was getting braided. I had a few people braid my hair that could really braid hair. All you needed was, if you wanted the hair to look kind of more silky, you would just have to pay that $1.99. With, <laughs> it had the little curl on the end. You didn't have to cut and braid Oh, I hair. remember that. Yeah, I remember that. it curled on the end. Yeah. It'd be cute. Yeah. But we see, they not, that's, that's outdated. They don't even have those yeah. packages of hair anymore. I, I and I was looking for some too. Yeah, they don't really sell it. They don't sell it no more. You would have to go probably and look in the bucket because you know how they have in hair the in the box, bucket. On yeah. the flow, it's gonna yeah. be at the bottom. Yeah, and I'm a I'm a hair hoarder, so I have a bucket in my own house of hair because I never know exactly. And I just bought some more hair the other day. Didn't put it in. Shame on you. We gonna take a anybody know a hair anonymous? Oh, group? I don't I don't need to go because I'm not the only one out there that has extra hair under their sink and in their bathroom. You know, for those days that you wash your hair oh, and you don't really want to do your hair, you just want to do a little ponytail. Uh huh. See, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. You got to have hair on deck. See, I don't go to the beauty oh, shop. Dick. I do my own hair most of the time. Actually, I haven't been to the beauty shop in a long time. But I do my own hair. And you if you have ever done your own hair, you typically have yeah, you typically have hair on deck because you just never know how you're gonna feel. You know, I some one weekend I might want braids, the next weekend I might want, you know, some weave or something in my hair. And you yeah, know, okay. Oh, well, I just had to explain because you was trying to send me to therapy. You need, because you was on the couch right then. Well. You need somebody you can talk to about your hair. Hey. Follicles. Praise God. So. (laughs) Whatever. I I know somebody out there feel me. Okay. Hair hoarders unite. So, if you a hair hoarder, make sure you, um. Just listen and <laughs> give us a clap clap. Give us a clap clap for all the hair hoarders. We're not gonna judge you. We're not gonna judge you, hair hoarders. Oh, excuse us. I saw a toy airplane. Awesome. And a bus. Yay. And a truck. Okay. And a charging truck. Okay. Awesome. Okay. That was just a brief commercial break from Booger. My, my four-year-old nephew. <laughs> my son. Um, 
So moving right along, you guys, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into our serious topic today. And it is called a Christian mess. Or as I like to call messy Christian. Come on, somebody. And it's not what you think it is. You know what I'm saying? We know what a Christian is to and be we a know Christian. Who a messy individual. Well, to be a Christian, you, you know, you are, you have professed Christ and you are a follower of him. Um, but to be a mess means to be, and I'm just going to give you the definition just in case you wanted it. Um, it's this, a, now is this, Webbs, Miriam's, this is Miriam mm-hmm. definition. It is a dirty or untidy state of things or of a place, mm. a situation or state of affairs that is confused or full of difficulties. Say it one more time for the people I'm going to say it cause they didn't hear me. Um, a a mess to be a mess or a mess is a dirty or untidy state of things or a or of a place a situation or state of affairs that is confused or full of difficulties mm. have you ever been there have you ever this just talk I, about it so i just you know like yeah, sheree said question. we've been in church all of our lives and one thing i notice is that People have a tendency to give their testimony, which really people don't do that anymore because you don't have testimony service. But, you know, when you do, you know, you talk to people sometimes, they come from an angle of things that they did before they became a Christian. Like, you know, I was on drugs or, you know, I was a hooker or, you know, oh, wow. I, I was, you know, they just talk about stuff like that. Like I was on drugs or I was a skirt chaser or whatever. They say stuff skirt like, chaser. you know, like men would say I was a skirt chaser. How old are these Christians that we talking about? Well, you know, older people did testimony service. Okay, we, so, so that's what I'm pulling from because okay. they don't really do testimony service anymore. So I was like, uh. I, I mean, I can't say what I want to say. I don't want to be in that testimony service. I'm going to be scared. No, but that's what they would say. Like I was on drugs. I used to chase women. Mm-hmm. You know what I, I mean? I was alcoholic. I was alcohol. All of that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which is the stuff that you can see. Right? That's the outside stuff that right. you can everybody see. Everybody know you was on the corner cuz they seen you. Right. Mm-hmm. But I but I'm coming from a a a, a, a um the, the a stuff perspective. you can't see. Well, yeah, that's where I'm coming from. I'm coming from the perspective of well, what about since you've been saved? Mm-hmm. Since you've been a Christian because I've been a Christian and a believer in Jesus Christ for a long time and and my relationship with him has grown and has cultivated i've cultivated all this other kind of stuff but i have been a mess i have been an untidy a dirty uh been confused and full of difficulties all within myself but we don't talk about that because that's stuff that people don't see and can i just interject one thing about that um i don't think it's emphasized that your relationship with christ is ever evolving It's ever evolving. It's not you were unsaved and now you've accepted Jesus into your life as your Lord and Savior. You're saved and boom, you turn over a new leaf and that's it. No, your life is continually evolving. Your relationship is continually continually growing. And you have to look at it like this. Like Jesus said, you have to be born again. When you accept Christ, you're like a baby. You are new to Christ. You're new to doing things his way. You are, Your eyes are open to a new perspective of living your life. And you're a baby. Babies don't stay babies. This is even in the natural. 
When you have a baby, your baby is not a baby when they graduate high school, when they graduate college, when they get their first car. They're ever-evolving. They're ever-changing. They're mine. So it's the same thing with your, your walk with Christ. And if you're not growing, if you're still in the first grade of, of your Christian walk, um, you're remedial. <laughs> well, so, you know, we just, you know, we're not going to, you know, talk about it for a long time. But we just want to say, you know, people, they come from their angle and another thing that you have to think about is although you've been saved now, you're still in the flesh. Or the flush, as old people would say. Oh, get out that flush. Yeah, you're still you're still in that. And what I mean by that is you still have emotions, mm-hmm. you still have a will, you still have things that you deal with internally that people can't see. But we always talk about the things that people can see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not the stuff that's in your heart, the unforgiveness or the fact that you're on the phone and you gossiping or you lying or, you know, whatever you're treating people wrong. And I'm saying this because been there, done that, was messy, was gossipy, was lying, was treating people wrong, was super shady. And I'm a Christian. That's what I'm saying. As a believer in Jesus Christ, I have. Now, the one thing I will say, I didn't throw shade first. I won't throw it first, but if I see that it's been thrown, blinds coming down. I ain't ain't, ain't no con- we they coming down. Palm trees yeah, popping up. Yeah, they coming down because <laughs> and so, you know, I've I've had to pray through that. I've held grudges. All of that I've been upset, I've been mad. I mean, just all of that, but we don't necessarily talk about that. Mm-hmm. We just talk about the stuff that you can see. Mm-hmm. And then we try to make other people look bad because the, their stuff is out, but ours is inward. So right. who's worse? Right. You right. know what I'm saying? My whole thing is let me work on me. <laughs> let me make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and therefore go help somebody else so they can do, you know, what God has called them to do and do the things that they're supposed to be doing. We're not in this walk to point fingers and, oh, you doing so and so and so, but you mean and hateful. And you know, not to be too churchy, but Jesus did address this. He did. He did address this when he was talking to the hypocrites. He was like, you hypocrites, how you going to clean the uh, the outside of the bowl and the inside is filthy? I'm just you saying. You to clean the inside in order to be fully clean. So, in short, what we're saying is it's really about your heart. What type of heart do you have? And as a Christian, that is, like I said, an ever-evolving transformation every single day of your life on your Christian journey, you ought to be having a heart work done on the inside of you. Yeah, you might not used to, uh, I mean, yeah, you might not drink anymore. Yeah, you might not have cussed nobody out uh, in 10 years. And that's great. And that's good. And that's a part of your change. But what, but, but, but what you doing to your coworkers? Right. Are you still talking about how people dress? Are, are, are you treating your husband right? Right. Hello? Are you treating your kids right? Right. Are you treating the folks at church right? Right. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? We we do things to appear to be a certain way, but God looks at the heart. And if it wasn't necessary for you to have a, a new heart, David wouldn't have said, creating me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Google it. It's in there. Okay. So we, and I mean, if you are, if I mean, y'all need to get a Bible. There's a Bible out now. So ain't nobody got no excuse. I'm just not taking no no excuses from nobody. You ain't got to have no actual Bible no more. If you got a a smart device of any kind, and I'm not um you know too heavy on if it's Apple or Android, you do you, okay. 
But I'm pretty sure there's a Bible app on Android. I personally have an yeah, iPhone. It's a, yeah, they got Bible app is universal. It's universal. Yeah. So get you the Bible app. And guess what? You can search like keywords and it will pull up scriptures with those words in it. So if you just search like the word heart, you will get scriptures <laughs> about hearts. Anything that contains heart or maybe even is related to the heart, you will get all types of scriptures. So ain't nobody excused. No, so we just don't, we just, we have been a mess before as being a believer uh, while we're walking with Christ. We've been a mess. I'm like Shrek. I'm an onion. He's been peeling my onion for years. Okay. He's been peeling it and he's yet peeling. Okay. He has not stopped peeling my onion, but it's a walk with Christ. It's not a run. It's not a sprint. It's not, oh, I'm saved and that's it. No, 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 no. It is a walk with Christ. It's a triathlon. We swimming, we running, we climbing mountains, we bike riding, we doing all of that, you know, because we have a, there's an end goal. There's, you know, at the end of the road. So I'm going to just say this, sweep around your own front door. Right. Before you try to sweep around mine. And nobody has swept around my door, praise God. I sweep around my own door. But I'm just saying. That's a song. I know. <laughs> I might have been. I'm just saying, y'all. We 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 don't want to be a mess because the world is looking to us, mm-hmm. basically, for transparency, for honesty, for authenticity. You know, it's time out for the fake stuff. We got to stop being right. fake. You know. And let me also say this. First of all, you have to be able to recognize your mess. Okay, and we I'm, I'm gonna make this real quick because, like I said, I'm not trying to get too churchy, but you gotta be able I to think recognize. We past being too churchy, anyway. Well, praise God. Um, <laughs> you gotta recognize your mess. <clears throat> it's diff- <clears throat> It's okay for you know you to be on a a progression. Like you know you are in one place, but you you want God to work in that one area on that one area of you. Like some of y'all know y'all shady. Some of y'all throw shade with the best of them. And you know that that's not good with your walk. And so, the first thing you need to do is recognize that that's a problem. And then you need to just start to pray about that. And then uh, after that, after you pray, is do your conscious effort. Make that conscious effort not to continue to be shady. Or whatever it is your mess is. Some people don't realize that they're a mess. But if you do realize you're a mess then pray about it and make a conscious effort to change it and God will do the rest as long as you take that step to know that you a mess or to know that you got stuff that you need fixing and pray and ask God to help you and then also make the conscious effort not to do it again. Right. And that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. So <clears throat> so let me tell you uh, for all you shady ladies that's in the church. It ain't just shade. And you, shady it's, it's gossipy. It's unforgiveness. It's right. lying. It's, you know, it, it's a whole bunch of it. Because, it's the hidden stuff. Yeah, it's the hidden stuff. It's a situation or state of affairs that is confused and or full of difficulties. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to be that way. We want to be, you know, walk through, walk with Christ and do the things that he's called us to do and let him work on our heart. Our and as he works on it, then we go and we help somebody else because that's what this thing is about. And this is how you know. If you think about somebody, let's say you have an offense against somebody, or let's say somebody you're not too fond of, this is how you know if you you got some hard work that you need to do. If you can think about what somebody else has done to you and, and, and you're thinking about them, you can't find nothing wrong with you. It's all wrong with them. Pride. You got a heart problem. That's pride. You got a heart problem. I'm that's just saying. Pride. 
You cannot walk with Christ and be dying daily like the words say. How you going to die daily and you don't see no problem with you? That means you you perfect. And mm-hmm. we know that ain't true. Because ain't none of us perfect. So you, you got to be able to see your flaws and just be real with yourself. You know what you do wrong. On your, look in the mirror and own your truth. Mm-hmm. I have had to say, girl, you shady. Girl, you holding. Why are you holding grudges, girl? Okay, and then I'm praying, and the Holy Spirit's like, mm, I need you to let that go. Mm-mm, I need you to not worry about that. There was one particular time, and this this don't necessarily have anything to do with being shady, but you know uh, how you get to know you know God better in your relationship, things like that. There was one particular time there was somebody that I felt like was in my way. And so I was praying, Lord, move this mountain. Lord, move this mountain. <laughs> and the Lord was like, that ain't no mountain. Like, it's not even a pebble. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I think sometimes, you know, there are times where we get caught up or we get offended and we, you know, asking God to move stuff out of our way when it really is not in our way. We are in our way. In our way. You know, so we have to move out of our way and, you know, allow God to do his, his work in us. Um, and if you don't know that you have some problems just this is a really good strategy for you because we all are are striving to enter in right just lay before God humble yourself before God and ask God to show you ask God to show you where you stand with him like where are you actually like what what is your standing with God and I guarantee you it's gonna be some stuff that you can work on because we all got stuff we can work on yep we are but We're, you gotta humble yourself enough to say, you know, God, show me, show me how, show me what you see in me. Mm-hmm. And and in that, when praying for other people, you know, Lord, help me love them like you love them. Show me who they are to you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Anyway, y'all, we just want to share that piece of what was on our heart. So we're out. This was a good week. We'll check y'all back next weekend i think we was uh real churchy this time we were very churchy well you can't help it it's just in you you know because let me tell you you can't join yeah you got to be born hey and when it's in you but when it's in you it's just in you you know you can't you just can't turn it off so this is funny i'm gonna end with this i used to work with this guy (laughs) hey i'm sorry y'all it's funny just thinking about it but he would always try to be deep. Have y'all ever met somebody who always just tried to say something and they just wanted to sound like they was just full of wisdom? Do they squint their eyes he was and put their hand under their chin? Like <laughs> like what I said was deep. <sighs> but this is all he would do. He would just say like two opposites of each other. And he would just do it like Red all the and time. blue makes green. <laughs> Let me give you an example. Potatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> what? Let me give you an example. Like I'm trying to be deep, right? I would say, he would say something like this. If you want to go up, you got to go down. (laughs) If you want to get right, you got to go left. Come on, somebody. And this is why people are still (laughs) a mess now. Because folks is saying stuff like that that don't mean nothing. I mean, it means something, but it don't hold no way. I was laughing. Oh, my God. Because I'm like, you trying to be deep. I mean, that's gravity. (laughs) What goes down must come up. (laughs) Come on now. Come on here. I took science. If you want to go, if you want to drive, you got to be in park. Come on now. I guarantee you if you mix red and blue together, what you gonna get? You gonna get that almighty purple. Oh, red and blue make green. 
Red and blue was not. <laughs> See, this is what we're talking about. Misquoting silly stuff. Just red and blue, red yellow and blue. And blue. Girl, I don't know. See, I, I got to go we back. Gotta take her back. Look at my K. what's that primary color wheel? We got to take her back the pre K. Lord help us today. We're gonna get you some paints and work it out. Anyway, y'all. <laughs> we hope y'all have a blessed week coming up. Yes, y'all. Be good and uh we out. We out. Peace.